Hello and welcome to the Logistics Podcast. I'm your host, James Berman, editor of SHD Logistics. Thanks for joining us. This is SHD Headlines, where we give you the top stories from the industry over the past month. Over 80% of businesses failing to monitor environmental impact. The industry research on supply chain sustainability, conducted by supply chain and logistics consultancy, Scala, found that almost a third of businesses have no measures in place to monitor the total impact of their operations. This means that thousands of businesses across the UK have no idea of the extent of their carbon footprint. Due to enforced lockdowns in 2020, UK businesses have had to largely migrate online sales, with 89% of non-grocery respondents reporting a significant increase in online sales. This shift to online resulted in additional transport, packaging and warehousing needs, many of which had an additional, sometimes significant environmental impact. 67% of businesses surveyed reported an increase in transport requirements, 34% reported an upsurge in the usage of warehouse space, and 50% said they had seen a rise in packaging costs. The UK Material Handling Association, the trade body representing all aspects of the UK's material handling industry, has alerted lift truck operators to important changes in permitted use of rebated fuels, such as red diesel. The association said the government had announced restrictions on the use of red diesel in a move which Westminster claims more fairly reflects the harmful impact of diesel emissions. The changes are intended to incentivise users to improve the energy efficiency of their operations. The government said it also hoped the changes would encourage operators to invest in cleaner alternatives or more fuel-efficient machines. Under the changes, the permitted uses for rebated fuels, of which red diesel is one, will be significantly reduced from 1st of April 2022. GXO Logistics recently welcomed its 22nd Down Syndrome hire. The company, through its long-term partnership with the Down Syndrome Association's WorkFit programme, is continuing to expand its commitment to diversity, inclusion and belonging and expects to welcome more hires to the programme in 2022. Claire Bottle, CEO for the UK Warehousing Association, comments. GXO is a long-standing member of our association and when they told me about the DS WorkFit relationship they were building, I was really delighted to hear about it. Shockingly, less than 6% of people with a learning disability are in paid employment. And yet between them, GXO and DS WorkFit have demonstrated that this kind of work can be really, really suitable for people with Down syndrome. In logistics, we have some terrible labour shortages and one of the ways we can resolve them is to just be a bit more imaginative about where we look for our talent. So at UK Warehousing Association, we're really pleased to support this initiative. UK transport and logistics workers take nearly three times more sick leave than the average British worker, according to new research that identifies the country's most and least notorious for pulling a sickie. Research by Time and Workforce Management Solutions provider Meta Finch, an advanced owned company, found that transport staff took 11.4 days of sick leave whereas other workers in the UK took an average of 5.8 days leave for their sickness last year, ranking 7th in Europe. Now, over to SHD property expert David Tame for the latest news. Thank you, James. And this is the property news for potentially the whole of 2022, because here are some projections for you, some predictions about the way the warehouse property scene might develop in the next 12 months. The first thing I have to tell you is that probably not a great deal is going to change. The pattern of supply and demand we've seen over the last year is expected to persist. And that's because e-commerce sales are expected to remain as strong as they are today 
possibly even grow. Knight Frank has calculated that e-commerce sales are already 3% above expectations and are going to generate another £37 billion worth of online sales. Consequence there, of course, is you're all going to need a lot more warehousing, not just big boxes, but last mile logistics, Knight Frank, say 12 million square foot, but you can pick any number you like. The answer is there's going to need to be a good deal more of it. The other things you should look out for include hub and spoke. Well, it's already back. Last mile logistics, if that isn't a version of hub and spoke, I don't know what it is. And the pressure for last mile logistics units is only growing. We're going to see a good deal more of that. Supply chain resilience is also going to affect the way people choose their warehouse space. And what it's going to make them do is choose to have a good deal more warehousing space. Everyone, retailers, suppliers, the construction industry are looking to hold much larger levels of inventory. It means more floor space to keep it in. We could also see some growth in niche warehousing sectors. According to some experts, and I'm thinking here of Savile's investment manager, cold stores are going to be the big thing of 2022. The reason for that is partly a great deal of interest in rapid grocery delivery, partly because the supermarkets are expanding. Little, for instance, has announced the need for another couple of hundred stores in the next few years. Morrisons are also expanding their local store network. But above all, the impulse to cold stores is because investors want to get involved. Cold stores offer better returns than normal warehousing. And at a time of higher inflation, better returns is a good thing to have. And of course, inflation itself is something we may want to look out for in 2022. UK consumer price inflation rose by 3.8% in October compared with the year before. That is a substantial rise and it's going to keep on rising. The effect of inflation on warehousing and the supply chain is complicated. There is an effect though and it's not going to be a good one. Anyone who understands how compound interest works will know that a very small additional growth can, over a period of time, turn into quite a substantial headache. Inflation at the rate of 3 or 4 or 5% is of itself not especially problematic, but if it goes on for very long, it can quickly turn into a problem. And this takes us on to another thing we should look out for in 2022, which is a continued tide of investor funds into building and buying warehouses. Again, you can pick your numbers here. There's a great many of them around, but I'm very taken by data from Cornell University who established that that investors think that they are underspent in real estate by between 80 and 120 billion dollars. That's the amount of extra spending they think they need to do. Now, a good deal of that, quite possibly a third to a half, will find its way into industrial property, into sheds. There's a lot else we could look out for in 2022. Tensions between the United States and China, distribution problems in the global supply chain, the return of COVID-19 restrictions, a series of political challenges in Europe and beyond. It could be a bumpy ride, but whatever happens, keep smiling. That concludes the property news for what could be the whole of 2022. Thanks, David. At the Logistics Podcast, we like to turn our listeners into readers and our readers into listeners. So please do sign up to the SHD newsletter by visiting shdlogistics.com. That's all from me. Thanks for listening. See you soon.